So it's time to roll the die In our audience we confide So wait for my signal This podcast is anything but simple yeah, just stripping just like Ann. All right, Ed. Well, apparently this is the uh, really awkward intro into the D20. I've got my fair share of cellulite. Everyone else is me. still. <laughs> and apparently Michelle has her share of cellulite. That's recorded oh, now. Oh, great. So glad. <laughs> so, glad. Um, so this is the D20. This is Chris. And uh, it's podcast number 30. Corey's no. bachelor party. If we're actually ever on task with the, the original idea of a, once a month, we'd be on podcast number 70 or something right now, something crazy like that. Once a month, we that. would, yeah, we, you're talking about. No, we'd be at like 128. Yeah. We've been doing it five no. years or something, right? So. right. 60. So, 60. So, like I already said, it's Chris. We also have. Shannon. Hi, I'm Corey. Yay, Scott. Corey. And Cisco. With her mouth full. Michelle. No, Anne's mouth is full. Mine is not. Mine either. Uh, we have a, a special occasion tonight. We've apparently seen a podcast on special occasions. I, was I think say, that's what we've and... gotten to now. Yeah. Birthdays and other major events. Pretty much. I it's I, Well, we've done a little bit more frequent than that, but that, yeah. So we not have much. Corey's uh, birthday coming up in a couple of days. He turns old and uh, <laughs> older. <laughs> And then we and also, he's getting married. It's, it's also his impromptu bachelor party tonight. There was uh, festivities before the podcast that will not be on the video podcast. Drink. Uh, but um, you should be jealous for all of us. But you should be jealous Somebody if you're naked. missing it. Um, and in fact, the video podcast is in the works. Uh, as soon as we have enough memory cards to actually record, we will start recording podcasts, at least portions of them. Yeah. Uh, we have the camera. We just we, we have the technology, just not the uh, memory. And okay. so we need to get to that point. Space? What do we need? Uh, CF cards. The, the camera we have uses 32 gigs flash. for 12 minutes of video. Oh, well, camera do you have? HD yeah, it, video? Yeah. That's why. What camera you can't do a... We actually picked up the, the camera that actually Gamers 3 was filmed on. Wow. The so, actual camera? The actual yeah. camera, yes. Andy, Andy, Andy was selling the camera. We picked up the camera from Andy. Well, how did they deal with it? Um, they have multiple lots memory, memory cards. cards. <laughs> That's how they deal lots with it. And lots of memory cards. Yes. Which they catch go with their black magic and the other new camera that Andy and them have. So uh, so we have that one. And Why don't you fill it on your we'll... little wind-up ones, man? Yes. Can... <laughs> eight millimeter. I am more than happy to sponsor an eight millimeter. Uh, Transfer <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Next podcast will be an eight millimeter. Good luck trying to play that when you guys uh, want to watch it. Oh yeah, and it would only cost us for an hour's worth of film. Oh, about uh, twelve hundred bucks, something like that. So we're we're in the process well, of the without developing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we can develop about that ourselves. Come on, I've got a whole black black and white dark room right there. Oh right well, there. in that case, I could I could actually do it, and I've got the equipment to convert it to digital too. So right I didn't uh, <clears throat> I didn't do music Shannon, at the intro this one. I didn't have the equipment. Was it? I he has the equipment, but it's small. Oh, Small equipment. it's it's. Why do we really just yeah. hear that statement being made? Non-functional. <laughs> yes. He and has primarily equipment, but it's just small. I've got pills now, though. I mean, that came from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's gonna spew risque. And I'm the old one. <laughs> my wife actually knows. Okay. About my pills? No, that's what? nice. Oh. <laughs> what? What? 
I'm pretty sure there is a story on podcast number 20 about putting him in a shower after a vodka oh. screwdriver. Oh, made out of yes, a the, the power vomit. Yes. Yeah. Power vomit story. You also cut a chunk out of his ass, didn't you? Or no, it was his no, leg. Was like his leg. <laughs> no, I never cut anything out of Shannon's ass. <laughs> I cut a piece out of his leg, but not his ass. But if I was going to ask a friend to cut something out of my ass, I'm pretty I would sure this would, would, would be the one. Oh, yeah. I would be the person he no. would ask. I mean, she grabbed That's a crossed. scalpel and went to town on the back of my leg, and I didn't say a damn thing. But Shannon, well, who is dead. the other friend that she would be cutting out of your ass? With any luck, you. maybe you later on tonight. Well, like, I, I was not cutting and just pulling, but you know, hey. Um, it's so small. It's more like he piercing. needs more battle scars. He hasn't gained a new scar in what 10, 15 years? Or fifteen. That's quite an assumption. Days, Twenty years. A couple of weeks. Um, hopefully, if I if I do everything right and I can I can figure out the software well enough, I will edit in our our new song. Um, it didn't quite turn out. The way I'd expected it to, Cisco's not terribly happy with it. We'll uh, we'll listen to it later and see what everyone else's opinion is. And maybe I'll edit something else in instead. Um, okay. But we were able like to get uh, Max Beeman of Say Anything to make an intro for the podcast. So I will be editing that in. No, never um, And at some point in time, I will be, be getting hot. an update to the cover art for the podcast. <laughs> uh, hopefully in the next few weeks. Uh, Brian Patterson, who does D20 Monkey, go look it up online, d20monkey.com. It's a great web comic. Um, he is One going to redo the cover image for the podcast for me. Sweet. So, uh, and then at some point in time, the podcast or the website will website. get its its remodel. Unfortunately, the person I uh, am having doing it is actually getting lots of other work and has been really busy. So, and if, we love you, Scott. If you see the NFL ad of the football players that uh, go up and spell, <laughs> no what word me. do they spell? Corner word. Gary. Gary. If you've if you seen the football ad me. where they spell Gary and they're all dressed in green, Scott C. Brown is the Y. <laughs> okay. So he's on a national ad and he's also going to be on buses and whatnot in the Seattle area on top of all the other work that he's starting to get now. So he uh, he's fallen a little behind on the on the website redesign. But, you know, hey. But we still love him. So that's that's all the updates that we have, which is not terribly exciting, but they're updates. It, it sounds like that's a bunch of people that are more interesting than us. So uh, mm. what, what are we going to talk about? Why don't roll the die. I'm just going to get drunk. That, that's why you're going to pick the die up and roll on here right. and hope we don't roll something roll. we've had already recently. Not a one. You, you don't criticize me. I'm home for a three. That's rained. right. It's a seven. Rained on my wedding. What is it? <laughs> that's right. Say. It's a seven, seven. sir. Concert stories. Are we hoping for rain next week? No. Uh, yes. I'm hoping for 105 degrees. Remember, you'll I'm be there. I'm not. Quit saying that. <laughs> Karmic retribution. I, and I'll be dead, so you'll be a widow. <laughs> are, you, are you wishing to be a widow? No, I do not wish to be a okay, widow. Okay, then quit wishing for 105, because I'll be dead. In extreme heat, cute, Chris dead. looks like the Wicked Witch before she gets... Well, like, is the opposite of the Wicked and Witch when she gets it with a bucket. seconds into the melting. I'll die. So number seven was concert stories, which I'm Woo-hoo. sure some of us definitely have. I um, we've never hit this topic before, although some of us have concert stories in common. We do. Uh, oh, I don't think we've too. even oh. touched on the subject a whole lot, even during music and whatnot. I seem to remember Cisco on the shoulders of sailors in a story at some point. <laughs> Whoa. So 
Uh, Those I, would be seamen. Yes, that's right. I can only assume that that was on a podcast, but I don't. I mean, I'm sure we've heard the Mohawk I've cut someone in a wash pit story on here at least once, and that, that's a concert story. Um, but beyond that, I don't. I think it's been a fairly new so territory for us. So what we're saying is, then. Cisco tells concert stories, but nobody else. Has so the um, we can either high roll anything. who goes first, or a low roll oh, has to go oh, first. Shannon or, volunteers. I've got, I've got one story. You got one story. Okay. There's only one. Shannon usually go first. I was going to mix it up, but since you have you one story, go ahead. Someone else <laughs> no, no, no. no, go ahead. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Good. You're ready. Just tell your story. Tell your story, damn it. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see which story it's going to be. It's not the Violent Femme story. I'm sorry. You, okay, you well, then see, so you story. have more than one concert story. That's that's. Fair. When he says he only has Fuck one, you. it's like, I don't know which one's going to be. And there's only one. Okay. No, there isn't. There are a few. There's a weird. He's a dirty liar. But the story that always resonates to me, and that just weird things occurred, and there was blood and brutality and gloriousness. And Um, it wasn't Guar. So it was like uh, a Friday night back in the day. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was probably seventeen or eighteen years old. Uh, I can't imagine I was. You might want to lean towards the mic a little bit. You were in Florida. I was in Florida. Um, so, uh, yeah, at that point, I was... The mic is who you want to talk to? Certainly um, less than 19. And if I think about it, yeah, I was probably 18. Anyways, on the cusp. <laughs> Went to see Ministry, Sepultura, and Helmet. Oh, I saw that when I came here. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore show. <laughs> um, it was in the some coliseum in Orlando. And I went in, and I was thinking I was punk rock as fuck, you know, black hair, all sorts of spiked up. I think I was in Liberty Spikes that night. I'm not 100% sure. Um, And Helmet plays, and I'm sort of in the back of the mosh pit, and it's cool, and I'm having a fun time, and I don't really know a lot of their music. And Sepultura comes on, and I'm like, okay, I really like Sepultura. And so I moved up a little bit closer, but shit was sort of violent, and people were throwing elbows like just fucking mad and then they go off and Ministry had a um, our Al Jorgensen had a uh, country band at the time as well and they started playing his country album during the um, exchange between bands and every single industrial punk rock bastard was just like fuck this country music now's the time for me to get a beer I'm thinking, okay, this place is clearing out a little bit. Now's the time for me to get to the front. And I push my way through. <laughs> and fortunately, I mean, you know, I was the exactly the same size as I am now. I mean, maybe I'm an inch taller now. But my variation has not changed very much since I was 17. So I'm a reasonably tall guy. And I can, and thin. So I, I, I move through the crowd pretty easily. And I get up to the front. Really? Keep, Keep talking. <laughs> I get up to the front, and I'm at that I'm at that gate or the, the metal railings. And so I grab the metal railing. <laughs> run, motherfucker, run! <laughs> I get up to the railing, and so I'm there, and chilling. You know, there's country music playing. I, I'm doing a little fucking hoe dance. Um, Ho down dance. Shannon is his best ho dance. Well, maybe a little bit of both. Um, of course, my friends are absolutely nowhere to be found. And so I'm just up there, and the place is pretty much just cleared out. And then the lights dim. And all of a sudden, all the free space around me 
disappears in a matter of seconds. I mean, I'm, I'm standing there. I've got elbow room. I'm, you know, doing my little square dance thing. I've got plenty of space. And the next thing I know, my stomach is pressed against this bar. I've got 17,000 sweaty ass punk rock industrial fucks pressing on my back as ministry comes out. uh, Other than (laughs) as ministry comes out, every other part of that sounded like every night with Shannon hanging out. I've got my body pressed against a bar and I've got 17,000 people pressed against my backside. Well, usually I get paid for that shit. Right. Did you see how I tried really hard and had to spit champagne out? Yeah. (laughs) She is a spitter, folks. Um, Nonetheless, Ministry comes out, and their stage show is fucking ridiculous. In comparison to Helmet and Sepultura, who just came out and fucking jammed on their shit and jumped around and fucking yelled a bunch of stuff, um, Ministry had fucking, you know, displays, cameras, there's videos playing in the background of all sorts of psychedelic shit. The strobe lights start going off, and there I am, 13 feet from Al Jorgensen, and he's staring at me, and I'm pretty sure he looks at me in the way that says, son, you're fucked, because the pit just fucking explodes, and everybody's throwing elbows, everybody's going nuts. And I'm the same size as I've always been. I weigh 155 pounds soaking wet. And shit got very, very surreal. In the first two or three minutes, someone jumped up and landed on my feet. And I was wearing my badass combat boots that had reinforced plastic toes. That's not reinforcement. No, because they broke. And didn't break, bend, break. Break, shatter, break and cut into the top of all my toes. I've got a huge scar on one of them still. Um, And so here I am. Not the watermelon foot. I've taken a couple (laughs) blows to the face from miscellaneous elbows. I feel that I've got a black eye. My nose is bleeding. And I'm pretty positive both of my shoes are filling up with blood. Oh, my God. So at this point, I'm like egress. I must escape. (laughs) It is time for me to leave. But in the pit and the swirl, I have been removed from my wonderful metal gate that was at my waist, where if I screamed like a little girl, one of the security guards would be happy to grab me by the hair and pull me over the (laughs) fence and take me away. And I screamed like a little girl and I reached. And I'm pretty sure he saw me. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, next thing I know, I'm pushed back. <laughs> you just gotta go in the full round until you come back to the gate. So, oh, it gets worse. Uh, so I get pushed back a little bit, and I end up standing next to this Dave Mustaine-looking motherfucker. You know, long hair, beard, long mustache, crazy eyes. And that was the first time Jenning was ass-raped. I did, t- t- well, third time, really. But... <laughs> And rape knuckle. is such a technical term. <laughs> there were just some blurred lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Wow. <laughs> so this motherfucker decides that I look like the kind of guy that would like to crowd surf. <laughs> that is a way out. It is. That is a way out. It is. And I was stoked because he grabs me, he's like, ha ha, and he pushes me up. And I was like, whoa. 
And the next thing you know, I'm floating. And I'm like, this is the most fucking awesome thing in the world. This is Until they don't you. Now, admittedly, I lost my wallet, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's... Be glad that's all you lost. They're floating me, and I see the metal gate to the side of the pit. And I'm thinking to myself, I can grab that, I can pull in, and all of my troubles will be over. No. And... I, I'm sort of trying to swim, and I'm getting there, and I'm reaching for the security guard. The security guard's reaching for me, and the crowd sees us like, oh, we're not going to let the security guard have this dude. They were protecting <laughs> they start, you. Yes, and they start shuffling me back, and they drop me a little rough, and I land right <laughs> next to that Dave Mustaine motherfucker 15 feet from center stage. And I'm sitting there, my eyes swelling up, my liberty spikes are gone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point I'm floating on blood. And so I'm pretty much breaking down and I'm trying to crawl and I finally manage through swinging and ducking and a little bit of, you know, punching people in the kidneys. Um, I make it to the side and I reach and one of those security guards is like, ha ha, and he grabs me and his buddy grabs me and they just toss my ass. I mean, arc. I land on the concrete on the other side of the, the gate, which was great. And I walk, I, I finally get up and I, and I walk down and it was the alley of shame. I mean, it was this strange little side alley off of the main stage. And it was just an entire hallway of broken ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some girl, you know, spitting out a tooth. <laughs> Guy holding his broken nose. And here I am at this point. There is blood coming out of my, my combat boots, which I will never buy plastic. Anyways. Um, and I ended up, of course, sitting down in that hall of shame. Um, I This entire thing probably lasted two and a half songs. There was still an hour left of me sitting in the hall of shame while other people came in and sat down next to me as they were got their asses beat too. But I did not make it more than a round or three. However, first time I ever bought liquor was that night as well because I was walking out of the place and I went up to a concession stand. And this is the most manly thing I've ever done in my entire life. And that's, yo understand this in a second and I walk up and I'm like I need something to drink and the lady's like oh we've got beer and wine coolers and I was like I'll take a wine cooler (laughs) (laughs) was it a Cisco Bartles and James James. Fuzzy Navel yes those are my favorite and they slide me my my Bartles and James and it's the first time I ever bought liquor for for my mom with a note Yeah. Well, that doesn't count. That's West County. (laughs) That was an amazing story. Thank you. (laughs) That's my concert story. I love that. Yeah, I know. It's like like, applause for the the video podcast. Why did Shannon have to go first? (laughs) I sorry. There's lots of stories. I'm sure. I know. We would like to hear a concert story from you. From me. From you. You go to a lot of concerts. I. You know, I don't anymore. I mean, thing is, it's it's tough. You. I'm gonna say it like I always say it on the podcast. I can't pick a favorite. I don't pick favorites. I I'm didn't ask for way. a favorite. I just want um, one. I don't care which one. The I think we've already talked about our initial 
Violent Femmes concert where we basically had our first date and never stopped being in physical contact with each other the whole time. Thanks to me. Um, thanks to Thank Shannon. You, Thank Shannon. you, Shannon. Um, there was a time period I didn't go to concerts until I was a senior in high school, and really the tail end of that. Went to my first concert with my dad, went to go see Joe Satriani, and that was kind of the start where Anthony and I started going to concerts pretty religiously for about a two-year so span. The bottle back in the ice. Where yeah, really once a month we would go to at least a concert. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on in you very saw early nineties. And the Green, didn't you? So I have a, f- a few that are that are stand out. Right there's Day on the Green at the Oakland Coliseum that had. Metallica, Faith No More, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. I mean, Nirvana. if you if you were so no, no Nirvana actually. No, that was the Christmas show, right? Um, Chili Peppers and Nirvana. That was pre Nirvana. No, that was pre Nirvana. About a year after that. Yeah, it is pre Nirvana. That was a great show. Went with with Tony and all them. Spent a bunch of time in the mosh pit all day long. I mean, I went to the first Lollapalooza, uh, which was cool. But I don't, you know. For me, those those day long ones are are just <laughs> they're too long for me. Oh, I want to. Do a Even festival. back in the day, they were too too much time expense and too much just being out in the sun and all that. Um, the New Year's Eve, I did two New Year's Eve back to back years at the Cow Palace, and uh, both of them had Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think is the final final band. Uh, Primus was one year. Um, Nirvana I don't think, was the other year because uh, I had Pearl tickets Jam to that one. show and I didn't Pearl get to Jam go. Shot Pearl Jam from that, was uh, with uh, Eddie Vedder, right? Yeah. Pearl yeah. Jam climbed up and and monkey bars swung across the lighting bars, which got a bunch of attention at that point in time. It was in one of their videos. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the that those concerts. A, I was young. I was single, and they were kind of entertaining. Uh, the one New Year's Eve, I remember meeting. Some girl whose name I never got that basically there was you ever get those connections at a concert where it's basically it's like this you and this one other person and you've just basically without even saying anything unverbally bonded and you sex in the bathroom. Well, apparently I'm a different person than you are, Um, but but essentially had a great time spent basically the same idea of spent time just next to each other the whole time grooving and whatnot. Great show. Um, But I mean, really. That happened on a camping trip, which is weird. I hiked around with this person all day, and you know, at the end of the day, I was like, "Bye." Yeah, but it was just, yeah, it was cool. Why are you people not having sex in bathrooms? I we're just not that kind of people. Yeah, um, but you know, I couldn't pay for the bathroom. Actually, it was in San Francisco. It was a street festival, and you know, you have to pay to use the restroom. So sure. we couldn't have sex in the, the restroom. That's really too. Oh, um, I mean, highlight- bathrooms are dirty. <laughs> so sexy. If you're standing, you don't have to touch much. Um, that is true. Yeah. Learn it. Just don't kneel in front of the um, toilet. You're pretty much okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, highlights from that, the one that uh, Mr. Bungle played at one of the New Year's Eve, and uh, A, he beat the crap out of a Santa Claus on stage, and B, <laughs> someone threw their shoe up on stage, and he urinated into it and then drank out of the shoe. I mean, oh, my God. Um, that. Went down in infamy. Um I've had uh, the other time I saw Mr. Bungle was in the Warfield, and he w- they were throwing out stuff, and I still have a little parachute man that they were throwing out from that show. That's where he decided <coughs> to go up and do a somersault flip onto the drummer's drum kit. Like thought it would be cool, back on the top of the drum kit, drum kit sprawled everywhere. I mean, it's just totally you know wasted. At the end of that, you still have your Mr. Bungle shirt that you had for the longest time. Because I, I do. I have, I, you know, that was a time where I bought concert shirts, too, and I still have a stack of them. 
Um, you know, as I've gotten older, I don't go to concerts much at all. I go with the kids, and actually, those are some of my favorite now. Jesus Christ. Um, You've gone to like five concerts in the last three years. Yeah, That's still I go, a decent amount of concerts. I guess it is. But I mean, essentially, I go with... With the kids, oh, and you that's, saw what chicken head, pudding head. I went and chicken saw chicken foot. foot, chicken foot, with with the he shall not be named. No, I went with Corky on that one, and we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, you and um, I had a good time. We hung oh, out we Berkeley. Had a blast. Yeah, you guys went out drinking and, and exchanged stories. We had a ton stories. of fun. Oh, who uh, knew Berkeley shuts down at eight o'clock p.m. Yeah, what the I fuck? What the, the fuck? <laughs> town. The last weird. Only out- thing open after eight p.m. is bars. But the cider was good. <laughs> yeah, cider was okay. Company was great though. Company was good. I think the last few concerts I've been to have actually been really, really enjoyable and memorable for me, too. I mean, we went, the last one we did was Weird Al. Sure. How many um, times have you seen, seen Weird Al? I've seen out? Weird Al about 13 times now, I think. <laughs> um, I've seen Joe Satriani probably about nine. I mean, I've actually, there's a, there's a few people like that. You know, Faith and Moore, when they were in their heyday, I think I saw them five times. You know, they didn't tour for as long as most of the other folks. I think I've seen Bonnie um, Femme seven, so I get you. But seeing Weird Al the last time, other than the fact that that is really loud. I didn't want to crack it out this longer. I was trying to get over and done with. Right? I wish you all could see the super guilty look on Anne's face right now. Anna's not had sex in so long that when she shifts in the chair, it just makes that crinkling sound. Thanks. Um, I'm That's just kidding. Nice. You want, you want to pull the string, you, too? I'd love to pull the string. <laughs> Come over here. I'll even use my teeth. Nice. That's awesome. So the last show we went to was Weird Al at uh, the fairgrounds in Marin. And Madison threw fit and had to leave. But, you know, it, it, it's great. Julie and I sat there around a bunch of people. Since this is like, you know, a show at a county fair, you basically get a bunch of people that wander in and have really not a clear idea who the band person is. So we're like up in the very front with a bunch of people that really aren't Weird Al fans. They're there because it's a free show at the fair. And him and I sitting there singing at the top of our lungs along to every song and people are just kind of like looking at you. We had a great time. Nice. I mean, a great time. And then the Violent Femmes that we went to at Bottle Rock, the one time they played in the last 20 years, practically. Um, Cisco and I went to that. We didn't try to get the very front. We got into a nice spot that you could see. But that was a show where the people that were there were the femmes of Ants. Oh, I mean, sure. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was hardcore. Yeah. Like every, because Primus was on the other stage. So it was like only the truly like super hardcore Femmes fans were like, I'm skipping Primus to see the Femmes play. Oh, and, and they I played think. the first album start to finish. Nice. Start to finish. Oh, God. I am fucking horribly jealous. I mean, it It was was it was an amazing show. I I have never seen a first album show, and I've seen them a ton of times. They, you know, I mean, no one's gonna say the Violent Femmes are you know the most excellent musicians out there or have the best voice ever. I mean, as far as musicians go, they're they're great and they're a fun band. But I mean, they're they're not expert drummers or anything like that. Xylophone. And well, there is that. I mean, you know, but if if you're like the best xylophone out of the one people that actually use it on anything, it's pretty easy. More cowbell. More cowbell, yes. <laughs> That's like saying Zamfir is awesome because he plays the fucking pan flute. That's because no one else plays the fucking pan flute. Jethro, Shut the fuck up. It's just Zamfir. Jethro Tull. Oh. And on a metal album, actually. <laughs> um, on a Grammy-winning metal album. The Violent Femmes percussionist is actually pretty fucking amazing. He's fucking 
kind of amazing. Um, I saw him in one show, and he had like 27 different instruments set up along the back line. Hey, no, if we're going to start talking about percussion, we're going to talk about tools, so... Well, then nobody could double bass kick like that. Transition it's, it's, it's to Anne. Anne would like oh. to tell us about Tool. Can't go, Anne. I'm, I'm what? good. What? No, I. I went and saw that. Tool once. I went and saw Erasure several times. Ooh. I saw The Cure. In San Jose? On the I have another July? concert story. Oh, shit. Yes, as a matter of fact. Were you in with all the seamen? I was not with the seamen, I was with the lesbians. I think I might have traded spots with there you because no the seamen were a little creepy. Yeah, well, the. It was really the first time I'd seen a bunch of lesbians having group something. <laughs> so, so, okay, like you can't leave it at that, Anne. I'm sorry, you just can't. There was a lot of writhing going on, and... Can you call it sex? I don't know if there was actual... I mean, because it's all women, there were probably So we're some... talking heavy petting, or we're talking Michelle in her 20s? What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I did. Look, oh, but we all have start, very it's vivid a, ideas. It's a yeah, Spartan sure you stadium. Do. Michelle, you just don't think we know what you did. You just don't remember telling you us. You drink a lot, honey. <laughs> I didn't tell you. No, I you didn't tell you everything. Don't lie to me. But the fact is that there's I'm unsure more. Of yeah, <laughs> you, you've hinted enough little things that now they all have run wild in yeah. their imaginations. You I, just have your own stories. I'm adding college stories past. to the list for next podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I leave, yes. so I don't have Every one. number college stories. <laughs> college stories. Like, yeah, but I didn't go to college, so they're not I'm college sorry, stories. Early 20s stories. <laughs> Should I call them exploration stories? Would you rather oh, that? nice. I'm just saying you can do a lot of editing from about 500 hours of recorded footage on Audacity. It doesn't take a lot to put together your own stories. <laughs> so, Anne, we cut you off. Would you like to give a detailed concert story? Yes, please take the attention off of me. I, uh, I don't think I have a detailed, <laughs> a detailed concert story. Okay. I've gone to a bunch of different concerts. Wide genre. My first concert. I guess probably the first concert would be the best story because it was Bon Jovi at the Cow Palace and I was 14. <laughs> and God bless my dad for driving all the way out to San Francisco and then hanging out at the gay bars until we were done with our Bon Jovi concert at like 1 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, that... Did you scream and swoon? I um, I think there was some some screaming going on, but um, not a lot of swooning. Mm. No, I um, I want to say that like Poison was the opening band. <gasps> maybe it was what? Scorpion. It was one of one of poison. one of those super. Well, power did you hear me rock me like a hurricane, or did you oh hear God. roses of thorn? I've seen both of both of them. In concert, so you went there. We we went, we had this for a minute there. Didn't I know. You? Yeah. yeah. How so, old were you? Fourteen. Fourteen. So was it slippery when wet, or yes. was it New Jersey? Slippery when wet. <laughs> okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah, down slippery some with hair band Well, I just <laughs> I just wanted to say my story is probably going to relate to Bon Jovi concert, but it was off of the uh, New Jersey tour. We've seen the pictures of you and your hair back in the eighties. That's we know right. Actually, as a matter of fact, I remember when I went Corey's to a concert hair? and oh, I yes. saw this lanky, tall motherfucker in broken plastic <laughs> boots, Kindle. and I threw him up into a. <laughs> 
Touche. Um, I think my first concert was when I was 14 as well. Except mine was Night Ranger and Rat. You wait the whole the time for Sister Christian to play. The next right? year, the, the first time I got a contact high was Night Ranger at the Petaluma Fairgrounds <laughs> when I was 15. Wait, so I was at the Cow Palace too. So how many yeah. times have you seen Rush, Scott? Probably like five times. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. What? Rush! Y&T I've seen five times, too, probably. Y&T? Yeah. Holy crap. We used to go, they played every New Year's Eve in Fremont. So, and then... Uh, my, oh, my so sister, they're a local thing? My sister was a fan, yeah. All right. So, my sister dragged me, because, you know, I went to all the concerts my sister went to, because she was nice. She they was, just played around here recently. She was a good recently. older sister. Within the last year, they played around here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I got a friend, a guy at work goes and sees them whenever they're around. So, yeah, Y&T's been around recently. Okay. And I went to a concert with Anne. We went and saw New Master Sounds in, in Sebastopol, of all places, which tripped me out because a band from Great Britain comes all the way to the U.S. and plays in Sebastopol. West at the Hot Monk. Monk. Yeah, yeah, it's the Hot Monk. I saw Fishbone there not too long ago. That just tweaks with me. It's weird. Fishbone is still, Benji. even though they're old, is still a good concert. Sorry. Yeah. Sebastopol was, I mean, it, it was a great, I loved, I loved them, and the opening band was good. We just had problems with the hippie that smelled and Oh my in god, that was the worst family. crowd, I mean, seriously, I've, I've been to a variety of different concerts, different genres of music, and that was the worst, the rudest crowd ever. Yeah. What are you doing? You gotta finish ever. it, and then they'll give you something. <laughs> And then there's two I tell her that all the time, but she doesn't go for it. She doesn't raves do not count as concerts. I do not I don't believe. Want okay. No, no vodka. <laughs> no, raves do not count as concerts. Oh, okay. Well, I just remember oh, okay. we went to that one thing where <laughs> the Talk her we were in a concrete That's building, and there were so many people right. packed in that the walls were sweating bit, from all the people sweating the condensation <laughs> building on the walls and no, coming down the walls. Vodka. Condensation. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. Say wolf. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys kill that other bottle of risque already? Yes. yes. That was also the I same concert, I think, that I... Uh, you do? Oh, you son of a bitch. Built up so much body heat that I would go outside it, and I was in a cloud of my own steam. So I ran around and I looked like I was Would on fire. Found that that off nice. topic, but the other day when it rained for like ten Funny minutes at like three o'clock in the afternoon, I went up to I do crossing guard years. and like the entire street in both directions at Highway One Sixteen was we'll just steaming. Nice. I was like walking through the steam with the flashing stop sign. I was like, yeah, okay, mm -hmm. a little creepy. Um, I just remember the New Year's <laughs> Eve we went to. Damn you for making me drink more vodka. We <laughs> were indulging in some um, extracurricular less than legal activities. Activities uh, of the what? recreational Anal. type and <laughs> what? We thought the concert was going to go. We thought it was going to go until six. six because the, the year before I had danced for nine hours straight. Okay. So uh, it killed me, but it was fun. <laughs> So then we thought we we're going to do it, it the following year. It killed him the year. next day. And, it didn't uh, kill him while he was doing it because of the aforementioned extracurricular activity. I couldn't activity. walk for a couple days after on? that. Ecstasy's a bitch. I know. Can we just it's say it? I mean, bitch. come on. It's podcast. No, it's I loved it. Your I loved it. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, ecstasy is the worst damn drug I've ever done. Oh, really? It's the most awful I used drug. I do it all the time. segue real quick? <laughs> segue. I would segue. love to talk about ecstasy for just... I, sure. Sure, go. 
Because you know what? All my concert stories, I don't have concert stories. I have rave stories, okay? That's what we're talking about. I used to go to raves. I never went to concerts. So I I used to do ecstasy like every single weekend. I fucking hate the shit. Friday, Saturday night. I love it. So, yeah. I oh really my like god! Too. There is no drug in the entire world that makes me more angry than ecstasy. Why does it make you nah. angry? Because he's because. A, he's a weirdo. Okay. At okay, one so o'clock in the morning. Isn't anyone else noticing that some that fucking just makes you want to hug everybody? Exactly. What the fuck is that? Well, what's wrong with you? You don't want to hug everybody when you're on no. ecstasy. Come on. Three we o'clock all know. in the morning, some fucking mouth breather is giving me a back rub, and I'm like, "This is awesome." And then it pisses but you off. But at the back of my head. I'm there, me, screaming, oh. what the fuck, motherfucker? Why are you letting this fucking mouth breather touch your back? How are you I so mean, conscious at that point? <laughs> I, I yeah, wonder, wonder if Tony thought that when he was hugging the one-armed woman. Oh, my. Because, <laughs> you know, Tony has got some 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 things, some issues. I mean, I do, you know too. The missing bits oh, yeah. thing okay. kind of creeps me out, too. But, you know. I mean, at least it wasn't like a six-toed person, because we all know about Tony and his six toes. Not, not that Tony has six toes. I mean, as far as I know, he's still got all ten. But um, no, uh, yeah, he he was very friendly with the one-armed yes. girl. Is, and, is, well, this, is she related funny? to Adam Stalker, who would write her notes saying that no, she buried her arm that day? No, no, that was a. That was Tori Amos' lyrics. Yeah. She quoted Tori. You know what was funny about beats. when I used to do ecstasy is everybody that I would hang out with. They ecstasy were, was her friend from when she was 20. Yeah. They were the ones that would always get sick. And How I was the one that always ecstasy? became like the mom oh, sure. of the ecstasy group. We it was did like, it. That's yeah. was Without it. fail. Every time I went to a so, rave. breastfeeding? Everybody I hung out with. An in army some with way or another, became like the sickly child. Like somebody was puking in the bathroom. Somebody just couldn't take it. They were overheated, and it was like I wound up being the one that took care of everybody else. So I'd be the one like in the middle of the pile, like rubbing everybody's back. Oh, Jesus, that's just <laughs> like okay. taking care of Michelle everyone. Michelle is the donor hole in the circle me, jerk, making awesome. sure that everybody had nice. water. We did it when we were older, so we all wore back our rub? cargo pants, we had like water, water. we had Jolly, Jolly Rancher, right? and all kinds of stuff packed. We Chewing were on set, a beanie you know? baby. See, I don't know, I mean, know what the deal glow was. Sticks, it was you know? like, everybody else around me would constantly get, like, they would puke, they would freak out, and I would always be the one that was just like, calm the fuck down, you know, mm-hmm. like, just enjoy what you're doing. And I would be the one that just have to console everybody. It was just off. like every single party I went to, it always turned into that. I'd rather like I would enjoy myself and have tons of fun, <laughs> but then it would like reach a point where everybody would peek, you know, and they would just be like, ah, freak the fuck out. And I would have I've to never c- had talk anybody, them we down. Never freaked out. No, no, we never, no, we never freaked out. But we I never freaked that, out. That time that we thought it was going the rave was going to go until 6 a.m. Yeah, I'd just taken my second We dose. We pretty much took our second hit and then they shut us and then down. It and it just turned off at two. It's like, Aww. lights come on. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and like, literally, it was like somebody with the, ni- the knife switch, the just chunk. Yeah. Lights on. Everybody's pupils are blown right. like this. Everybody thought it was going to I was hated that point too when you were at a party and you were totally just like you knew 
that you had had as much fun as you could possibly have on your drug. So now it was time to find another hit. <laughs> You're just like... It's every 14 and a half minutes with cocaine. I've got to ha- Yeah. <laughs> You're like, got to find my next hit. Otherwise, I'm going to start to come down and I'm going to have to go home. <clears throat> You're like, now it's time to shell out another 30 bucks. Conscious stories took a weird turn when I was in <laughs> the house. Well, well, we, we started talking about the drugs. No, we started talking about raves. We, we, we got were raves, smart enough, too, And then we got into ecstasy. We're, we're still, you know, we're... This was... We're, I was 30. Do you we ever think that maybe 30. because yeah. you're old, your peak was just not really in comparison to the peak of the 20-year-olds? I, I, yeah. I just didn't realize. I kind of wanted to find the line of, we were really smart because we were doing ecstasy in our 30s. It was 2 a.m. We're watching everybody leave. Everybody has a huge pupils. We're like, we're not driving. Fuck this. We just sat in the parking lot for like an hour or two. Driving is like a video game when you're on We just keep a pocket full of quarters and you'll be fine. Michelle's apparently never done it, though. It's like pole position. We had our sober driver. Hey. See, we were oh responsible. So we yeah. had our sober driver. Pole position reference, excellent. Seriously, no, just that my sister was a complete donkey. If she had tied in Spy Hunter, we would have been going straight. Like I pulled into the back of an ATV. Pole position just sounds hot. I mean, it makes it. Yeah, but Spy Hunter, like I just couldn't get in the truck to get my next hit. I kept getting hit by that damn boat to keep going by. I threw open the water. I didn't turn into a fucking boat. What happened? No. <laughs> that was a pretty awesome show. Uh. Okay, I'm saying this might be our best podcast ever. <laughs> Keep drinking. Uh. It just seems that way because you Everybody guys drink. are third bottle of risque. <laughs> well, with any luck, it will transfer. You know, my, Did you lose my only real concert story took place all before the concert because I was waiting for Prince and the Purple Rain tour. Fuck nice. yes. Yeah. I waited all night for those freaking tickets. Wow. All awesome. night. Dude, we, we camped out. This, awesome. yeah. this really is the best podcast ever. We got there. It was like an hour before the place opened. The, the, the workers got there and they handed out numbers for everybody so people could go get breakfast because at the McDonald's across the street, they're like, okay, this is your place in line. Don't lose your number because then you won't have your place. And we're like, cool. We all go get breakfast. We come back. Mm. We're not using those numbers. You have to get back in line. We lost oh, our place. Riot. We waited all fucking night and ended up in the nosebleeds. Oh, oh that would have been fucking that riot around sucks. here. We, I was I was third in line. Or second in line, I think I was. There was oh one person God. in front of me. I would have called shenanigans yeah, on I that think one. I, I don't think I would have left. I would have left one person. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I would have ever trust not leaving one person in line. Yeah, because just any asshole could walk up and say, oh, yeah, we're passing out numbers. You guys can all leave and go get food and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, he's the first person in line. <laughs> yeah, great that killed me. Story. In line story. It's, it's pretty amazing, really. Um, would anyone like to hear it? We would love to hear really, your story about wait, being in line. But is everyone else, I mean, before we double tap Shannon. Go ahead. I just, <laughs> I just said double tap Shannon. Did we get everyone else first? <coughs> Can you sing me some Megadeth? No. Okay, just wondered. I, think, <laughs> I, I would like to one. share... I've never listened to Megadeth. <laughs> I would like to share a concert story with Corey. Corey and I would like to talk about a concert in common. Oh, I know what this is. Because Corey and I, <laughs> I so. had the exact same moment at a concert. We had all gone to... What the fuck was that day on the green? BFD. BFD, whatever the fuck it was. Is that the one with Jewel? 
And so Corey and I mm, are having this sure. moment. Rage Against the Machine is on the stage, and I'm like the only fucking person in the group who knows anything about Rage Against the Machine. I'm singing along with them. It's awesome. Rage Against the Machine leaves the stage. Jewel walks out by herself with her guitar. And she's like, what the hell? I love like, that jagged tooth bitch. All this, well, because they had sold out all the concert seating, which normally when you sell out the concert seating, everything up to the stage is sold out, and then the nosebleeds are empty. But at Shoreline, all the seats are in front of the festival seating. So Jewel walks out on stage, and all of the seats are just, there's like nine people in the entire section. It was pretty uh, Seating section. Everybody else has fucking festival tickets. So we're all sitting up on the grass. I don't think it was Rage Against the Machine, though. I think it was Stabbing Westward, because I think the drummer from Stabbing Westward went to play with Garbage later on. I don't know. I know Rage Against the Machine opened the show. Uh, I don't remember anything about that. I saw but you anyway, in the news, though. It was awesome. Anyway, so Jewel walks out on stage all by her lonesome, too. looking absolutely adorable with her acoustic guitar, and she looks at this group, and she goes, wait a minute, why are all the seats empty? And then she looks up, and Corey and I are standing, because we've been waiting all day for Jewel to we take the stage. We are pressed up against the bar. We're, we're like up against the bar. 17,000 17, people are pushing into our backs. I've been there. We're pressed <laughs> up against the railing. No, no. And here's the thing, though. It's Jewel at a concert that is a lot of these other like much larger bands. This is off of her first album. This is Pieces of You. She's had one hit one, one yeah. so far. And... Nobody's there. Like there's there's people up there sitting on their blankets and stuff and just kind of hanging around. And there's three different stages at this concert. So some of the people have gone over to the other stages to see stuff. And we are pressed against the bar like there are seventeen thousand people behind us. There's nobody behind us. Right. And Corey there and I are, are like twenty the to thirty rows so of no, nobody in front of us either. So there's Damn. just this big open space between us and faraway jewel with the sexiest left knee I've ever seen in my life. Because when she plays and she you. sings, this little soulful, she just trails off, and her little left leg just bends up at the knee, just bends up at the knee, just. It's very cute. Aww. We love Jewel, but anyway, a lot so of Jewel loves. It's not Jewel, like Wes Claypool when he's playing. No, Jewel. Jewel walks out on the stage <laughs> and she looks. Story. She looks at all these empty chairs, where there's nobody seated because we've all got concert tickets or <clears throat> festival tickets, and she goes, "What is this?" I don't want to play to empty seats. All you people up there, all you people along the railing, jump the railing. Come down here and sit in the seats. And Corey and I are literally like, our feet are on the railing. We're like, Jewel told us to jump the railing. <laughs> we're going. We're going. And like, Chris and all the people we're with are like holding us by our clothes. Like, no, she did not say jump the railing. No, you cannot jump the railing. You will get arrested by the police. And there was one and big Corey security guy just... down there in front of her. The only guy, because he didn't really have to protect her against anybody, but he was looking at me like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass, guy. Oh, yeah. He's looking at Corey and I like, go ahead. Jump off that railing. I fucking dare you. And Corey and I have already got our feet on the second rung of the railing. Yeah. We're like on our way over the railing. We're like, Jewel told us. Jewel, Jewel specifically Jewel looked at us okay. and told us it was okay to jump the fucking railing. And everybody else in our group is like, Jewel is not talking to you. We're like, oh, fuck that. No one else is standing against the railing. Jewel's talking to us. And I've been living here like two months. Yeah. I barely knew here. these people. Yeah. And Corey barely knew us. I was like, uh, okay, Corey, we're going. Like, I don't even think we're working together You and I together shop, yeah. can take the fucking security guard. We got this. I was like, we can make it to the front row before the security guard gets to us. Come on. We'll go. And I'm like, they wouldn't let us jump the railing. Everybody we were with, she's was gonna like, get no. to go up there and say hi to Jewel because she's the cute little girl. I'm gonna be the guy getting his <laughs> getting ass dragged out. But you would have given that up for me, right? Because <laughs> yeah, you love me. 
You would have taken a knee to the spleen. Now. Yeah. So that I could Not go see Jewel. A knee to the spleen. <laughs> <laughs> spleen. That's pretty impressive because the spleen's kind of in the back. I mean, yeah, when you get knocked down on the ground and they. I, I was oh, much okay, that. You get knocked down. <laughs> I have taken a knee to the spleen in the pit. It fucking hurts. It does. Right? Yeah. Right? my sister. Fucking hurts. When you get knocked down flat on your belly and somebody comes down knee to your spleen, yeah. it fucking sucks. Well, I think for me it's kid, my kidney because it's enlarged and I think it it is it blocks your blocks spleen. my spleen. I mean, my spleen's got a defender. It's all kidney back there. Yeah. But the nice thing is it's, it's tempered by the fact that when you kick his kidney, all the alcohol that's been soaking there just kind of spreads out across the rest of his bloodstream. It's a natural anesthetic. And he's in euphoric mode for a while. <laughs> he it's an enlarged it. kidney trying to hold so much at once. Um, so it's like kicking a sponge. Okay. Did, I, did I miss yours, Michelle? Be- I haven't told a concert story yet. Michelle talked about yet. the fact that she hasn't I, really gone to concerts because she hung out at raves. Okay, so I used to ecstasy. go. I used to go to raves, and I went to see a lot of cover bands at bars. <laughs> cover bands at bars are awesome. And probably, so probably, I don't know. Probably the best cover band bar story that I have is I used to hang out with this group of guys that were all BMX guys and they they have like a professional whatever group like they all make make bikes and ride for this team and Michelle was obviously very impressed they're all BMX guys whatever they were hot. New- that's all she cared Upstate about. Upstate New York. So, one night we hung out every weekend, and one night camp. it was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> there was a bar in Cortland, New York, called the Lost Armadillo. Good name. Oh, well, because you know an armadillo in New York would right. be very yeah. lost. Exactly. So there's an ACDC cover band playing at the Lost nice Armadillo. So we decide that we're gonna drive up there. It's only like half hour away from where I lived. It's not in AC Dixie, is it? No. Okay. AC DC? No. No, that was San Francisco. And I know that I've group. That. Yeah. Um Jason like actually cut a video for them. A C D C really? A C D C yeah. Nice. So anyway, we drive All up to ACDC cover band. Portland, New York, to see this ACDC cover band at the Lost Armadillo, and everybody's so stoked about it, and this band is just a bunch of, like, over-the-hill guys that are like, you know, we just do this shit for fun. Open mic people. It's the fucking Lost Armadillo in Portland, New York. (laughs) (laughs) No need to get all excited, but we walk in there a good... 20 of us and we fill the place because it's just a hole in the wall and they start playing and everybody just starts raging <laughs> we're like we're, and of course there's no stage you know they're just on the floor next to us playing their songs playing the songs that they love and we're just getting in their faces and just freaking out because we love ACDC and we're singing all the songs and we're getting so close and there's all these guys they're big burly tattooed BMX guys and they're just stoked on this band I don't usually see the big like Danzig looking guys riding BMX bikes I don't know no these are the guys that I hung out with in upstate that are BMX guys they they're rough looking guys and the next thing you know like the guys finish the band's finishes their song one of the songs and 
They're like, we're going to take a break. <gasps> Bass! And, uh, Holy whoa. shit. <laughs> Pull up a and chair. Go ahead. So we all walk outside to smoke cigarettes and hang out and weed. No. <laughs> no, actually there wasn't. But so so the bartender comes out and he's just like, uh, the band pretty much told me that they're not gonna go back on if you guys don't leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> because they're getting really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are way too close and way too excited about what they're singing. The ACDC cover band. Yeah, so we had to leave the Lost Armadillo in Cortland because <laughs> you were too enthusiastic <laughs> for the we cover band. We were bands. way too excited about the ACDC cover band. So no and matter what they tell you, it is not always nice to meet a fan. No. So that was that. That's my most exciting concert story. <laughs> That's a pretty awesome cover. That's, pretty good. That's, pretty good. That's a good concert story. <laughs> They've all been pretty good so far. Corey, you saw them gotten to yours, I assume? No, Corey well, and I shared a concert story. Oh, did I miss one when I was in the house? Corey Less and I topic. shared a concert like, story. Like two minutes just ago. Now. No, no, it's concert. Just you just spoke to a story and Corey made a comment once in a while. I don't know if I'd call that sharing a concert story. <laughs> Fine. I mean, if I could, I could go back to the, to the audio and see percentage-wise how much you spoke and how much Corey added into it. I thought Corey had he some did. kind of like Y and T. He was like your yes man. Concert story, yeah. No, I have. I have. <laughs> like, you, you know what? You told the concert story. He was your hype man. That's true. No, Corey, you were my flavor flav. You were the flavor flav of that story. Like four minutes. I know. Hello, Bass just showed up. Bass, we're talking about concert stories. So we've been going around the. So could you like break out some ABBA stories? Yeah. So when we're ready to go back to uh, the seventies, we'll we'll ask you for. uh, You don't understand the love that we have for ABBA. You don't know. You missed ABBA. Oh Oh, boy. No, my first concert. Actually, the funny thing is, my first concert. Are you disappointed? Was an ACDC concert. Bass Bass actually saw the real band. Actually, my brother's first concert was an ACDC concert too. Yeah. Bass's first concert was ACDC. Was ACDC. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, I think and that was probably like, what their debut was album. Sad that no, it was actually, yeah, was it Bon Scott? Or? No, actually, it was uh, after it was <laughs> Back in Black. Chris is dying over there. Their return after uh, what's his face? Did we just yeah. kill the third <laughs> model? So there was we like a, no mercy there on that. Was that when, when they were still like young and they yes, didn't have another songs? That was when Angus only knew two chords. Is yeah, electric three. guitars were new because we just discovered electricity. What was electric? He was he was legitimately wearing the school. Boy uniform at that yes. point. Yes, they, they only went up to five, uh, and the strings were made out of cat gut. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know. yeah. No, I didn't well, see. I didn't. That old, I so. didn't see Hendrix live. I didn't see the Beatles before they broke up. Uh, oh, bad. Yeah, because they were already. Come on. You know, they, they were way after his time. That was I my mean, best my, concert. I saw Paul McCartney on my one-year anniversary. Jason took me to see Paul McCartney. That's my best concert. I don't have a crazy story, but it was amazing, and I cried. <laughs> yeah, I, don't have, I don't have any crazy stories about ask seeing Olivia Newton-John live, but it was fucking Paul John. McCartney made me cry because we made eye contact. I still swear to this day, even if he will deny well, it. You made eye contact. I can guarantee you where his eyes were. <laughs> All right, I put. You know, <laughs> the space between me and you. I was closer than that to Olivia Newton-John when she came here, and we went to um, the LBC or whatever it is now. Oh yeah. Um, And, I mean, I have been in love with Olivia Newton-John as far back as I can recall. I mean, 
My first love was You're the reason her boyfriend disappeared. Yes, we bought Dan and you to watch tonight. After we're done with the podcast. But my mom and I went and saw Grease in the theater, and we walked in. I think the movie had already started, so I remember distinctly walking in and seeing her sitting by that little waiting pool in the backyard singing Hopelessly Devoted to You. And I had, or my mom had, um, some of her country albums. So I had heard her for quite a while, but I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know what she looked like. It was just, you know, I knew this voice. But then she's singing this song, and then she shows up later on in the movie in those leather pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, and the but, leather pants happen. Oh, God. So I, I've, I've been obsessed with Olivia and John for my entire life. And uh, shortly after, not shortly after, but a few years after her and I have been together, my mom got me, um, for my birthday, she got me tickets to go see her. And there was a dinner that they had um, before the concert over at the concert hall and everything, so you could go there. We didn't know where to go into the concert hall, though, for the dinner. So we're kind of, we parked on one end, and we circled around. The whole place is kind of like this big circular thing. And um, we come around to another side, and we're just trying to find an entranceway. We see a door open. We're like, okay, so this is where we're supposed to go. Wasn't opening for us. This bus pulls up, and all of a sudden, Olivia Newton-John comes walking off the bus. (laughs) And I'm just like, here's where I trade up. Here's where I But I didn't. I didn't even go up to her and say hi or anything. I just, I just smiled at her. She smiled back. She mm-hmm. was beautiful. You know, still beautiful. <laughs> and we went and we they saw the concert. Had a very good time. You know, her boyfriend did disappear. He did. Yeah. That was a lot of work. <laughs> when was this? When did her boyfriend disappear? Oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. years ago. Corey got all misty-eyed there for those. It was those like two or three years ago. Jesus cut off the body. I mean, what? Jesus Christ. It wasn't that long ago. It was like two oh. or three years ago, wasn't it? No, it was really? longer than that. Longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was still in Sacramento, and I, I know it was huh? happening there, and that's been at least five years, five, okay. six years. So. I saw Elvis Costello at that place in Santa Rosa. It was a good concert. Oh, the LBC? Yeah. yeah. What was the LBC? Yeah, they had a lot of good... We good, still uh, call it the LBC, show. those that have been around for yeah. a long time. We saw Squirrel Nut Zippers there. I saw... <laughs> let's see, who did I see? I saw... Oh, You Know You with... Um, the Psychedelic Furs. Okay, psychedelic furs, I know, but I don't know what the fuck and that was. And actually, years and years and years ago, before they ever like cut an actual album that went anywhere, I saw the Butthole Surfers play at the LBC. I completely saw. naked. I saw Edie Brickell play there. You yeah. were naked or they no, were naked? No, they were naked. They were <laughs> completely naked. Not a single article of clothing on any one of them. Yeah, that, that didn't go. That didn't go. That didn't instruments. Go. instruments only. That was Red Hot Chili Peppers that did the socks. Yeah, yeah no, the, the Chili Peppers picked it up well, from they the, the Butthole Surfers. Uh, they were the Butthole Surfers whitey, played completely nude No, no, they, they were wearing socks really? instead of the tidy whiteys. Oh, right. okay. Um, one of the reasons that they started out playing nude was because they didn't want people to take video of their concerts. And so they figured really? if they played nude, no one would record them. Because it really, oh, it yeah. wasn't a good look. Yeah. It was not a good yeah, look. Yeah, that's like porn. They were all like, <laughs> I love you, Shannon, but they were all like super skinny, like, that's like You know it's going to turn out great for Shannon when it starts out you. with, I love you, but Shannon. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm giving you a visual reference quiet. for like, what, they were very tall, they were very lanky, they were very skinny. And there was a imagine guy behind Shannon, the stage who looked like Dave Mustaine. Imagine five of Shannon naked. <laughs> I shared tea with Henry Rollins at the LBC. 
I'm sorry, Henry Rollins Sweetie, teabagged you? You were teabagged by Henry Rollins. I chewed tea. What? Okay, I, all I heard that was tea, and I was tea. like, whoa. With Henry Rollins. You got teabagged by Henry Rollins. Wait. <laughs> that should be your best concert story ever. I know. What's with this other story about It wasn't a concert. It was a date. <laughs> it wasn't a concert. Well, it wasn't really a date. It was just kind of a... Oh, was a smoke one. That's why the table's been drinking a lot tonight. I'm not that side of the table. Yeah, that's side of the table. Well, for the visual, <laughs> the girls they have been drinking it. a lot tonight. <laughs> Third bottle down. Yeah, three bottles of champagne might be a little bit I much. I love it when Cisco gets drunk with me. <laughs> me too. I assume we're keeping you tonight at this rate. Yeah, I'm not driving. Oh, the visuals home. that one comes up with. <laughs> Good thing I gave you my keys. Actually, did. I mean. You guys are talking. We see. I, I actually saw Green Day when it was when they were at the Phoenix Theater. I, remember I got saying. paid Green to Day go to the very first party. Green Day concert what? ever. I saw Green Day at a house party when I was four. I saw. Yeah. I brought. I got You're paid. You see a house party now? Oh yeah. Just yeah. No, uh, I got paid by Green Day to bring people to Petaluma High School the first time they played on the lawn. Yeah. <clears throat> For one thousand thirty-nine smooth. I also. Hours. I I can't remember. I album. keep wanting to say it was. Yes. Popsicle Love Sponge. Was a band there that got know. in trouble for the, the my, chicken. No, that's what Henry my Rollins girl, called Shannon. My girlfriend. <laughs> in, in trouble my with girlfriend. the chicken? Mrs. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Popsicle Love Sponge. Yeah, I think that may actually have been Mr. Bungle that had a chicken issue. It, yeah. Um, my girlfriend Lonnie was dating one of the Green Day boys. And I, to this day, can't remember which one of them it was. Who, Lonnie? But, yes, Lonnie was hot. Mm. But um, <laughs> she was dating one of the Green Day boys. And she didn't have a car, so I ended up having to drive. But she her was all everybody's the time. ride. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know Lottie. She Unlike Estrella, who won Best Stripper Ass in San Francisco a few years ago, she did have a nice ass. Well, she lost the title nice tonight. Ass. She really did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go Boy, Ann. did I miss something. You did. Oh, yeah. you, you did. missed a lot, you really my did. friend. But we're not oh, going to talk it. about it on podcast. No. But you can see oh, the that game. we're not going to talk about. <laughs> there are certain things you can see that stay cake. at the gaming table, my friend. You can what? see the cake in the fridge, All though, when we bring it out. Like, oh, yes. The, the cake, cake is pretty is fucking phenomenal. amazing. And just for everybody out there, uh, because we don't have the video podcast going on, uh, my sister-in-law, Michelle, made a Batwoman, Batgirl, actually, because I, in my mind, she's 18 and just turned there. Just barely uh, <laughs> A nude... Batwoman cake. It sounds like he turned her into Bat a girl. woman. Batgirl. It's Shannon. He's not turning Batgirl. her into a woman. Batgirl. Nude Batgirl. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's totally wrong. Batgirl uh-huh. cake with boobs. Batgirl cake with boobs Nipple and slip. <laughs> Double nipple slip. Double it's nipple slip. It's phenomenal. She even did the Batgirl, entire yeah. uh, oh, come on, utility notes. It's, it's amazing. Maybe if you all email one, us and comment on the site, we might post a picture. But only if we get enough feedback. Well, that's what comics are good for. Yeah. So... We're at an hour. Uh, yeah. I have to leave. And? Yeah. And. We haven't heard Bass's story yet. Which Bass one? Story. Which one? Story. Tell us about some concert with some oh, young, young lady. Young lady Frank story. I was going to just say, we got to preface this. I was going to say that. Young lady Frank can't be used at any point during the story. Drink. 
It's copyrighted. Really. Exactly. <laughs> We're adding that to the drinking rules. If you hear Bass say young okay. lady friend, There's drink. Oh, um, yeah. You, you guys seriously I mean, killed that third bottle already? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are, are you, you, are you, ta- are you talking... Good. Shannon, would you like Are you talking... Best concert? Weirdest concert? Pick one, Bass. You still have Well, I mean, I saw a band that had a... Latino Latino Elvis impersonator. Latino Elvis. Wait, 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 wait. I missed that. Latino Elvis impersonator. Yeah, he was a Latino Elvis impersonator. Elvis. Oh. No. When all I knew of Elvis, when Elvis died, all I knew is he was a fat guy who worked in Vegas. That you know. My dad. My grandmother was working in Vegas too. Yeah. With a young lady friend. I had a thousand hula dancers in my wedding, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I barely sipped. Barely sipped. Yeah. Actually, that met him finish. <laughs> Actually, that, that probably was one of the best costumes I saw. It was uh, one of my favorite uh, groups with Bull Easter Cult. <clears throat> and they did a two and a half hour set. Nice. And, um, what about cowbells? You're right. He just cowbells. said Blue Easter Cult. Oh, yeah. is that my phone? Love you too, Shannon. I think Kevin. your mom is calling me because she's here for you. Yes. Are you taking that? <laughs> Good to see you, Shannon. And then uh, I've got to drink it in the next four and a half steps. Yeah. I mean, weirdest uh, concert fine. we ever went to. Well, okay, let me preface. Okay. Actually, yeah, one of the best good. concerts I ever went to was Tori Amos. Shannon, your mom's here. <laughs> <laughs> Never in my life. Never but if in you my go out there and there's a guy who looks like Dave Mustaine in the back seat, just yeah. run. Yeah. Never Directly in my life into his I arms. wanted to be a piano. The uh, more you relax, easier it is. Uh, piano more than, than when you saw Tori Amos? Yeah. What, what, you know, here you go in, and I'm like, I had never really heard of her before, and a friend of mine took me. Wasn't a f- lady friend, so. <laughs> yeah, um, so you had a man take you? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> Well, he said, we you've got you you to see this gal. What she does to a piano bench. Yeah, basically. And so I'm like, it's a woman with a piano. How good could it be? I'm think, I'm, I'm th- I'm, well, I, I didn't know who she was. I thought, you know, <clears throat> classical or whatever. She came out in this leather skirt and top. And the way she sat in the piano, it was like, I want to be a piano bench. And it, she was fantastic. It was It was a really great... You know, like I said, I'm I was hadn't really heard of her before, but she really was um, great. And then my uh, friend of mine who worked for her for a while, or worked with her or something like that, said so she's a whack job. So I'm like, a little bit. So, so I'm going, okay, that whole crazy, <clears throat> crazy hot, crazy hot does really work because it it was she's she was very. Making love to a piano was the only way I could say it. She just really... It was a great concert, though. Wait, is this about sex? Or is this about a Tori music? Amos. <laughs> it, so it's about both. She basically... If you ever see how she plays, she doesn't sit at the piano... She doesn't sit proper. She, she she's sit not proper. side-saddle, either. It's, yeah, it's She lounges on it. She... Yes. She rides it. She, yes. It, it's... It's... it's, a, it's a, like I said, I've never wanted to be a piano bench so much in my life. It's like, wow. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I think on that note, that might be a good <laughs> that might be a good point to to sign off. We've we've lost Shannon. 
Um, yeah, Shannon's <coughs> mom came to pick Sean's him up. Sean's mo- <laughs> mom came to pick him up. <laughs> um, take that how you will. Shannon's mom made liver, too. <laughs> um, I think we'll call it good at an hour and six minutes. I mean, <laughs> clearly we could continue with more concert stories like any of these topics. I do we- have, like, three concert stories, and I was just going to ask you guys which one you wanted to hear. But uh, Go ahead. Well, do you want to hear... Cute? Do you want to hear violent or do you want to hear failure? Failure. Failure. Wow. Failure is the longer one. one. I was going to say, failure is the one that everybody would be interested in. (laughs) You want cute. I want cute. I want to finish on a cute story. Okay. Okay. All right. Concede to cute. All right. So um, when I was a kid, I was very, very young. Um, So even, I think, before the Olivia Newton-John thing, but around the same time, uh, I had a... Cuter than Olivia Newton-John. No, not not that cute, but it's... (laughs) That's a different kind of cute. The women are clearly drunk at this point. Yes. When I was a kid, I had a record player that um, that basically I would leave on all night, and you could put the record on there, and if you lifted up the bar one way, then it would just repeat, play the record over and over again, just the one side. Um, it couldn't flip or anything, but um, so I would just play stuff when I slept. And to this day, I still sleep with something on. Either it's you guys, or Twit, or the TV, or something like that. Sleep Yogi well, Easter. Corey. He's been sleep doing it for years. Well. For a long time. Um, but when it's I was a little kid, it's kid yeah, recording. I think yeah. so. Um, when I was a little kid, I used to try. listen to, uh, Tom <laughs> T. Hall. Um, Tom T. Hall had a kid's album and one of the, the bigger hit from the album, I think was called Sneaky Snake. Uh, I know that song. When Sneaky Snake Goes Dancing. I know and that song. I loved that album as, as a kid. My grandmother <laughs> made some album, little like potholder puppets or something like that, that were supposed to be snakes and she would sing it. Um, so I listen to that album every night when I went to bed. Can you sing the song? I, I can sing. barely remember it now. Come I on. seriously, if I could, I would, but I don't remember it enough. But, um, at some point my mom took me to a concert. Uh, we were friends with, uh, a couple of guys who worked at the local country radio station and we went to a concert and Tom T. Hall was playing. So it was, it was a bunch of different country bands that came out there and played. Um, but Tom T. Hall came out on stage and uh, I think it was it was probably Dave Williams who was our friend who did the morning show um, had said hey this kid Chip which is my nickname as a kid fuck off um, <laughs> I thought it was Chipper it was Chipper um, this kid <laughs> really loves your him. music he calls up every day and requests that we play your songs every day I would call the radio station and request that they play this um, and uh, this is seriously the cutest story ever and so he's like You've got to dedicate, if you if you sing Sneaky Snake, you got to dedicate it to Chipper. He'll be sitting right in the front row with his mom. So Tom T. Call, Tom T. Hall comes out there. He sees me and my mom sitting there in the front row. He starts playing his songs. As soon as he starts playing his songs, I fall asleep. <laughs> Instantly. Aww. Now, that's the thing. Instantly out. And he's sitting there and he's watching me every once in a while during the show. And he's like... <laughs> fucking kid is supposed to be my biggest fan. What the fuck's so going on? Cute. So apparently, after now, I I don't remember hardly any of this. My mom has told me the story. Now, how times. old were you? I was probably like five or six. Oh, I was young. Um, so afterwards, we get to go backstage because uh, again, we're friends with the radio station to help put the concert on everything. And we go backstage, and I get to meet Tom T. Hall. And he comes up and he goes, "Oh, so you're Chipper?" <clears throat> I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I thought you were my biggest fan." I said, "I am your biggest fan." He goes. 
Well, I come out there and I start playing my songs and you fall right asleep. I said, I always sleep to your songs. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's so it. cute. See, that was a good one, man. That's seriously the cutest effect. story. That was a better ever. choice. Wait. The Wait, end. I don't. <laughs> Is she finding them? It's playing. Can you hear it? It comes in, but it's a little tin canny. Yeah. Right? What? Is that the one? <coughs> <coughs> yes. And Corey's asleep. <laughs> um, I am. Well, he's getting a, his his eyes are getting a little heavy. Um, maybe a little weepy. Uh, okay, dear. Is it just me or is there something about a guy singing to kids, look out for a sneaky snake? Don't ruin my childhood, Bass. <laughs> Save that for your young lady friends. <laughs> um, Don't screw with his childhood. <laughs> wow. I have so little in life. Oh. <laughs> okay, I think on that. That was a sweet story. I've been that trying was, to wrap this up for seven minutes now. Um. <laughs> I think everyone's got a story. Let's see. Scott's on his phone already. <laughs> We've lost Scott. And all good. looking at her crotch, I don't know. We've all seen it all tonight. So, um, Not all. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> hi, Go Ann. Ann. She's leaned way back in the chair. Uh, okay, so that was podcast number 30. With a really content on her face. Um, wow, we made it all the way to 30. It's amazing. Woo-hoo. I was really impressed we made it to 20. Made it to 30 now. Maybe we'll hit to 40 on my second wife. On your second wife? Ooh. Yeah. Good thing Aaron doesn't listen to these, that's, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, I feel safe. So we lost Shannon, but uh, so for podcast number 30, this is Chris. I'm Corey still. Scott. Anne. Cisco. Michelle. Better late than never, Bass. And uh, Corey, uh, thank you, Dixie Cup. Thank you, Somebody's Dixie supposed Cup. to tell Melinda to show up. Thank you, Dixie Cup. Thank you, Dixie Cup.